Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music Conversation Edition. This is the first of a bunch of brand new episodes that are a little bit different than normal. These episodes are going to be the lost in-person interviews from So What Music Fest in Dallas, Texas. If you listen to the shows on a regular basis, you know why they were quote-unquote lost. There was a series of very unfortunate events that I'm not going to get into now because that's not the point of these episodes. The point of this first episode is to let all of you know that I was very lucky to have rapper-slash-hip-hop artist Whitney Payton as my very first So What interview. And I know what some of you may be thinking. Whitney Payton doesn't fit into the genres that you normally talk about on Ian Hates Music, but I'm going to say no to you. I'm going to say no to you right now. And the reason why I'm going to do that is because if anyone knows anything about Whitney Payton, she definitely crosses genres. Not only that, she also has many tracks that guest Matt Good from From First to Last. If you, I don't even know why I'm explaining that to you. If you don't know who Matt Good is, I'm very surprised that you're even listening to this show. But not only does he guest on some of her tracks, he also produced her last full-length album, Firecracker. We get into all of that in this conversation. And just to reiterate, this is a lot different than the quote-unquote normal Ian Hates Music Conversation editions. Obviously, live at a music festival, you do not have an hour plus to sit down with someone and go completely in-depth. So just be aware of that. But I was very happy with the time I got to talk with Whitney Payton. I would like to not only thank her for being on the show, but also Zach for setting all of this up, as well as everyone at So What for having Ian Hates Music there. It was really an awesome time. Also, side note, in the conversation I talked to Whitney, I say I'm not going to be able to make it to see her set but because of some changes in the interview schedule, I actually was. And she was really, really great live. If you have a chance to see her, you should definitely go see her live. But for any of you that don't happen to know her, let's give you a taste of some of her music. We're going to start off today with Flatline, which features not only the Misfits, but also Matt Good. We'll have the conversation, and then we'll come back with one more track from Whitney, and that'll be Don't Lie to Me, once again, featuring... Mac Good. So here's Flatline. Enjoy.
Hello, everyone. I am here with Whitney Payton at So What Music Fest 10th anniversary. Whitney, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm even better because you said my name right. You didn't say Whitey. You didn't say, I don't know. I've gotten everything. Really? That's actually <laughs> kind of surprising. I wouldn't have thought that that was that bad. As I get bigger, it's a little better, but um, I've toured before and I've seen marquees that say Whitey. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah, yeah. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun no for me. No relation to uh, Bulger then, I'm assuming? No, yeah. Or uh, Peyton Manning, they always say. Uh, Whitney yeah. Houston or Peyton Manning, no was, relation. Uh, was your family a big Peyton Manning fan by any chance? Um, not really. I mean, I'm from Philadelphia, so right. they're Eagles fans. Ah, uh, sure, the Eagles. I and guess. in Philly, you know how hardcore they are. They're yeah. just mean to everybody. Throwing so. batteries and what? you heard it. Oh my God! Oh, See, I'm every jealous. every city I go to, they know about the batteries. Every single one. They're really, literally. No, and it's not folklore. It's not myth. It actually happens. Oh yeah, that happens. Yeah. They throw things at Santa Claus too. Like you know the yes. when they have like the parades and stuff, and Santa right. comes out, they were throwing stuff at Santa Claus. I was like, how do you throw stuff at Santa? Santa Claus. Philadelphia. Yeah. Philadelphia. We're just so mean there. It's supposed to be always sunny there, but you know, but we're just, yeah, I like that. Very, yeah nice. very punny, very punny. <laughs> so I didn't know you were from Philadelphia. Let's start off way in the beginning then. How did you get into hip hop right. and rap? Well, uh, being from around there, obviously there's really great artists like Will Smith, you have Eve, you have, (laughs) you have all these really sick artists and, uh, coming up, I just, I saw artists on TV like TLC and Missy Elliott and things. And I started doing spoken word poetry first. Uh, Philly's really known for spoken word and more like acapella kind of stuff. So I was doing that first. And then I was like, it was before you realized on the internet, you could just like find beats and like steal beats and (laughs) instrumentals. So everything I was doing was acapella. And then. I, I got, you know, a really good at that. And then I was like, I'd, I'd love to do this to a beat, like to drums yeah. and everything. So I had so much that I had written, like I had notebooks just full of, of rhymes and everything. And I was like so cocky about it. Went in the <laughs> studio like, I'm going to kill this. And then I started trying to do it on instrumentals. Right. And I just got my ass kicked because <laughs> doing stuff a cappella and just writing, writing without the beat, right. it's like you're writing certain lines longer. You're not writing with the same syllables. It's right. not really, it's, it's way different. And rapping is all about writing a beat. So there was a little bit of a transition that I had to get used to listening to the instrumentals and writing with an instrumental rather than just free writing and you can take all these pauses and just make it really abstract uh so rap is a little less abstract as spoken word right so but that's where it started that makes total sense now do you do your own backing tracks and everything like do you do the instrumentals for everything as well um no i usually i use uh, various different producers um i've tried i've recorded myself and different things like that yeah so i don't totally rely on other people i've definitely (laughs) i've definitely had the days of using garage band on my laptop and like hitting record and the, like making a studio and right. running into it yeah oh, you okay. it comes your thing yeah, comes I'm with garage right there now. you go yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so i've used that but um recently i've worked with producers like matt good who's from yes. first to last uh, and I've everything got my from first to last show. oh yes yeah. right there he's nice. also been on the show we actually i was going to get to that we actually brought you up on the first time i had matt good on the show because i love the song flatliner that you did with oh him. yes yeah. with him and with misfits yes and misfits as well yeah that was a really really great track now did he produce that album he didn't produce that album he, he produced yeah he, yeah he produced an album after so when he was on that song i hadn't even met him yet oh really okay. so that was kind of the first like little bit of introduction to matt and then he was like oh i produced two and i was kind of hesitant like okay well <laughs> you know it was cool we were on that song together but i rap and what is what is this gonna sound like right. how is a rock a guy emo guy sure. from first to last gonna make a rap 
record and yep. then i go in and he was just making beats like in no time like yep. 10 minutes he'd be like here's a beat here's another beat and they were all sick and they were all really good and i was like wow i shouldn't have judged you just like <laughs> people judge me obviously for for how i look and i and i rap as well so oh, sure. that's definitely like a I don't really match the stereotype, no, so I, I shouldn't have stereotyped him in the emo <laughs> category. I can't make a rap record, but <laughs> right, right. yeah, no, he killed it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And Firecracker, he's on what? Two tracks with you on that as well. Oh my God. He's, he's to be real. He's actually on a lot of the tracks. Yeah. He, he has, um, yeah. Don't lie to me is the main one yep. that he's on where he's singing the hook. He's also on that outer space track where he has, he sounds super trappy. Yeah. And doesn't sound like him at all, but he does like backup vocals in some of the other tracks too. Oh, okay. And he does the beats for all of them and mixed them. So it's like, it was really just me and him in the studio. Literally, we just locked ourselves in the studio and within like a week, like that record was made in like seven days or something. It was like God making earth just seven (laughs) days. Yeah, he so rested on one of them, right? No, <laughs> no there is no rest. So it's even better then. Yeah, exactly, because you're just delusional by the end, and you make there things you like Outer Space, where Matt is singing with like crazy auto tune, <laughs> just out of out of control. So, what about the I hate my roommate one? Oh my God, that original! <laughs> I feel I just feel like people can relate to it. Oh no, absolutely. No, it was just funny because I went from the Matt Good track before that, "Don't Lie to Me." into the roommate one and it was a completely genre almost i like doing that so when i put the albums together i like putting songs together back to back that are totally opposite so that you're not like i don't know i've listened to so many artists where you listen to the album you're like every song sounds the same right right. and you're like you don't realize when one song ended and the other one starts it just sounds you know the same so it's very abrupt changes on the album so you go through a lot of different emotions so there's kind of a song for everything like whatever you're feeling and that's how i like to do it with my records and have i don't like a ballad next to a ballad i like to you know yeah have a song about hating your roommate and i don't feel like i've heard a song like that before so yeah i was trying i mean maybe it exists but i i definitely was like this has to be like a funny song and i originally wrote something completely different to it Uh, it was just more of like a party hype song and then i was like this isn't original enough we were just kind of listening to it it was like this is cool you know but wh- you know what could be better and i was like what if i make a song about hating my roommate and then right. i just started like singing it and stuff and they're like you're out of your mind like this is really what you want to make a song about i was like yeah and then we recorded it and we we're like this is actually kind of funny right. so yeah i mean it's realistic every single person has gone through that who's been 20 years old and older right exactly exactly i have so many people comment on the video and everything every day that are they're like oh i'm gonna send this to my roommate so do you have any specific story that ever happened to you um i've just i've had a lot of different roommates because of the fact that i'm in the music industry and whatnot but i notice anytime you move into somewhere that the person lived already before you is that that's like a bad idea like moving in with roommates at the same time they don't feel as territorial because like my only stories are just like yeah with roommates who felt like this is my living room this is my and it's like all common areas (laughs) so like i've come home and i had this one roommate who was kind of like really ocd and like if i left anything like in the living room like my computer or anything like it was just always on my bed when i would get home Uh, like and he put all the mail any mail i would get like in my room and stuff and it's like everything like was just in my room like you stay here (laughs) You can't go anywhere in the house. 
So it was a little nice. out of control. But nice. When I heard that track, it reminded me of I had roommates at one point that were internet millionaires. Like they had what? Oh yeah, it was nuts. They played online poker. And that's wow. how they won like literally millions of dollars. They were young too, like 19, 20. I came home one day from working and there were just a bunch of cream pies all over the ground <laughs> because they had decided just to have a pie fight in the middle of the day. Well, when you're a millionaire. Why not? You yeah. can just have a pie fight. I'm just not a millionaire. So right. It just didn't happen to me. So is your goal like, I just want to get so rich that I could just have a pie fight in my house? I think it has been my goal ever since that day. Yeah. And I'm hoping podcasting will do that somehow. No, I don't think that's, <laughs> that's going to happen. No, no. Well, let me switch gears for a little bit here. So what music fest? Have you done a festival like this before? I've done a couple festivals. I've done the... Um, I did So What. It was like the different season. What was it? It was just this past... Oh, the uh, South By? Is that the one? Yeah, yeah. It had Dance Gavin. Oh, I did okay. the day I did the day it was indoor with Dance Gavin. Oh, Dance. interesting. Okay. So this is my first one where it's outside right. and as big as it is because it was more split between venues. Right. And it was still massive. It was still big. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to do this. I like outdoor festivals. Okay. I think it's fun. Do you prep in any other way to get ready for something like this compared to a regular show? Yeah, I just like do a lot of meth and then... No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, I, well, I prep in my stage props because okay. I'm really interactive with the crowd. I don't know if you've seen any live live videos or anything, but YouTube, I do. Yeah. yeah I, I use a raft usually and gotcha. I go out into the crowd nice. and things like that. Um, so it, the more space I have, the more stuff we're going to use. So right. today's going to be fun. That's <laughs> fun. And I saw on your Facebook that you're going to have the live band with you as well. Is yeah. that something you normally have or is that new for this? I kind of switch it up. I mean, okay. I started out using just DJs, yeah. uh, but the more festivals I play and the more uh, the fact that I'm kind of like uh, rap rock kind of fusion I like to play with the live instruments okay. they, they bring a lot of intensity to it I think people really enjoy them I like having the live drums oh like sure. if nothing else like I really like having live drums for a while I was touring with um, Caleb Clifton who's from the band I set to kill oh sure. and he was playing live drums for me for oh, okay. for a while but um, I set to kill currently has a tour yes um, so I do have another band that's from Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, okay. So they're backing me up. They're called Vindicate, uh, but they're they're my uh, band right now, and they're sick. Very they're nice. really cool. So you're doing more tour dates then with them maybe after this as well? Right. I have a few dates with Dead Rabbits, with uh, oh, Craig Mabbitt and Dead that's Rabbits. That's right. Yes, I yeah. can see that because they have their brand new album coming out, right? Yes, and I I may be on a song or so. We'll see. Oh, I don't cool. I, not necessarily the album, but we're working on something together. Okay. Um. So yeah, fans can look forward to that, and because yeah, it's such a fusion. It's so yep. weird uh, to see us together, but in a good way because oh, people are like, "What is yeah. this? This is crazy." <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we'll be doing a Hollywood show and a Phoenix show. Very nice. So Craig is here with Escape the Fate today. Yeah. Now, no chance maybe he does that track with you today? Not today. Oh, no, no. But we are, we are going to in the future for those shows. For the shows oh, we have together, nice. we'll be doing something okay. together. So definitely come check that out. Absolutely. So you tour with so many different types of bands. You just mentioned, I mean, obviously Dead Rabbits. Mm -hmm. What's the difference because you've done Attila and Palisades? I yeah. have to ask you, we'll get back to it in a second, but I have to ask you about One-Eyed Doll. Yeah. I know you played with them before. Yep. What is the difference between playing with rap and hip-hop artists compared to you know metal and hardcore and everything like that? It's a big difference, yeah, to be honest. Figure. It's not a big difference as far as audience, to be real. Like, okay. I was really scared to do it because I was like, oh, my God, this rock audience is going to hate me. Like, I don't right. know if they're going to feel it. But I've noticed 
despite what kind of music you do, people just like to be entertained. Sure. So it hasn't been a major difference as far as crowd reaction. Okay. It's just a difference like uh, rockers and rappers are just like... <laughs> <laughs> two different people like right. i feel like rockers just because they've um had to like carry their instruments and like you know i don't know just i feel like a lot of times they're more responsible and a lot and oh. that sounds hilarious yeah. probably because right. i'm sure they're known for partying but sure. i think i feel like there's so many rappers as cool as they are to show up they're just like all right i'm here let's go uh, okay. <laughs> like no sound check like right. forget a sound check where's my hennessy <laughs> all right we're just here because gotcha. You know, it's not as much of a setup, right, right? Usually, so it's it's easier in some ways um, to tour with rappers because of the fact there's not as much of a setup sure. in that sense. Yeah. But as far as like making sure we're places on time and it's organized, I feel like rockers. I will <laughs> give it to them. As as crazy as it sounds, I think gotcha. rockers have it together. Do you tend to get a better reaction? Uh, like you said, the audience is pretty similar. But yeah. do you tend to get a better reaction from either one of the genres? Well, I can tell you when I toured with Cottonmouth Kings, yeah, yeah. that was a really good reaction for me. Oh, there you go. Um, I think with The Rock, I do have to work a little harder just because they're not expecting it. Okay. Um, so I would say that when I do The Rock shows, it takes a song or so for them to be like, okay, I see what's happening here. All right. Because they have to be like whoa rap like switch over real quick they weren't expecting it they see me and maybe think like uh i'm gonna be like paramore or something sure. and then uh yeah i start rapping and it's it's a surprise yeah i would imagine so yes for sure <laughs> well let me ask you about one eyed doll because they're one of my favorite bands really yeah and i had okay. i had kimberly on the show probably i know beginning of last year maybe okay yeah like. yeah like how many dates did you do was that a full tour or was that just one time at a festival no yeah it was a, we were doing a couple dates leading yeah. up to a festival so we did a couple of those dates together but i've hung out with her since yeah. and everything and checked out her home studio and everything oh, and it's nice. really really cool so i have to give it up to them because i really like what she has going on i think uh she's very entertaining live yes yeah. and i think that's why we were cool together because even though we are both different kinds of music where you both ha really like to perform right. and we like to put on a show and that's definitely what she's about it's almost like from the beginning of her set to the end is like a story is like yeah. a whole story oh, yeah. playing out it's like theatrical so that's what i really like about them very nice so in that sense where you've collaborated with lots of different people obviously is there anyone that you would want to collaborate with in the future that i haven't collaborated yeah, with yet yeah oh man can i collaborate with adele can we make that happen? <laughs> i do that's have that's very uh, hours I can work that's uh you know that's <laughs> setting the bar pretty high but sure. i mean artists like that that are unexpected mm -hmm. i continue to do that i mean i don't think adele has done a rap collaboration but adele that's hit me up i know you're listening yeah oh she's <laughs> she's listening super to this podcast number one fan. Yes. i knew Love it loves it low-key fan so okay, hit me up Adele also I saw you did that cover that remix cover of Ed Sheeran yeah what's the name of the song again shape of you shape of you so tell me about the anti-body shaming tell me how that whole thing came about well it just kind of reminded me the song itself the uh, chorus of the song saying I like I like the shape of you it just kind of reminded me of yeah an anti-body shaming song it, I, that's what I thought it was initially when I heard the song and then I was hearing the lyrics of the song and I was like oh okay this is just like a flirtatious like you know one of those kind of songs <laughs> and and I love the song I think Ed is an amazing writer and um, I was like yeah I'd love to turn this into into a song that especially a, a chick doing it almost for other women kind of thing because too many 
uh, women are against each other, I feel like. I don't see enough support between women. So it was kind of, I mean, not that guys can't relate to it, but it was kind of geared more towards uh, other women and kind of being supportive of other women because that's kind of, you know, lacking right now. Sure. What's been the uh, response to it? It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, a lot of women are sharing it. Um, it's, It's definitely better than I thought because I don't do a lot of remixes. Okay. So I never knew what to expect. I don't. I do a lot of original songs. I do not do a lot of remixes. So, but people are like, "Yo, you should, uh, you know, do some of these one take videos because I've seen other artists do it." Right. Um, and I guess it just proves too that I am not just a studio artist. I actually do this, and I'm doing it for you in one take. You're seeing it in real time. Right. Um, so you're not seeing me punch in a bunch of times. Like I'm, I'm doing this all live. So I, it gives a live aspect to someone who hasn't seen my show. Maybe. Absolutely. You don't do a whole lot of remixes. Would you ever do a cover? of anything in particular that oh where i like directly cover it um yeah like fresh prince of bel-air i don't i like in in the rap world it's Mm -hmm. weird because uh our covers are remixes basically because when we are because we're all about our lyrics Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like hey if we're just doing their lyrics like what where's the talent not to say delivery isn't talent because definitely it is but um yeah it's all it's about the lyrics and rap so if you can remix it and put your own lyrics and then maybe keep the the chorus the same Mm -hmm. or something like that that's that's the uniqueness of it anyone you're looking forward to seeing today well will you even get a chance i know you've got tons of interviews and everything is there i think puya's playing and that's gonna be sick i'm i'm stoked for that um, so I'm going to see Puya. I'm going to see Attila as well because okay. believe it or not, I've toured with Franz as yep. a solo artist, right. but I haven't seen him with his band. Oh, okay. All so right. this will be my first time seeing him with his full band. Very like nice. it's crazy. So you're going to miss Mayday Parade then. Oh no. Are they yeah. at the same time? I think they're at the same time. How does this work? How I does know. everything <laughs> play at the same time? But I mean, yeah, we'll see. Or I'll just keep going around the stages because yeah. they're in a circle. So I'll just make a right. big circle just and keep just keep it. running around. Do you have then a bunch of rock influences that also kind of work for you or is it more hip-hop? I would say both because I really liked different pop and punk rock when I was uh, growing up. Of course, like Misfits and now I have a song with them, so that's amazing. Uh, But I really liked Yellow Card. I was really into I don't know if you've heard of Tsunami Bomb, but they were like a punk rock. Yeah, they're not together anymore. Um, but yeah, there's, there's been a lot of bands. I mean, when Avril Lavigne first came out with Skater Boy and everything, I mean, I was like, I love her style. She's like tomboy looking and, uh, you know, Paramore Paris. I'm Uh, really into Paris right now. Paris is really big right now. So yeah, I I would say I draw my influences from a lot of people. Yeah. That makes total sense. I mean, the reason why I brought it up originally was because you mentioned Mayday Parade and not wanting to miss them compared to Attila as well, but I'm already going to see them in Boston in May. Okay. So I've never seen Attila either. This is the very first oh, time. Okay. So I'm going to be joining that group as well. So you made it work though. So you're seeing both bands. Yeah, it's it's same thing that you're doing. You're just going right. to around. I just, you know, A Lesson in Romantics is a great album. I agree. And I think it's, uh, I mean, with me, since I tour so much, I'll luckily get a chance to see bands that I've missed right. here because I'll probably see them at another festival, hopefully. <laughs> so. No, that's great. Well, let me ask you this. You've released a full album every single year, yeah. 2014, 2015, 2016, plus EPs in between. What's your plan for 2017? Because I'm assuming you're not resting. No, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I did over 250 shows last year. Wow. While, and I released two albums. Yeah. I released two full-length albums, did 250 shows. 
several music videos. I mean, I just really just will keep going at the same rate. I mean, there's every time I make a plan, it really can change at the drop of a dime because this industry is just ever changing. Sure. And you try to set a plan and different opportunities come up and then you have to, you know, give those a backseat and you have to, you know, follow maybe something that came up. But I'm going to continue. I think I want to drop a lot more videos too okay. because there's plenty of people who haven't been able to make it out to shows. So I sure. giving them videos, anyone can see that obviously worldwide. Right. Um, I also I'd love to tour overseas at some point. I oh, mean, right. I've done several U.S. tours. Mm -hmm. So my next thing really uh, with the next album, I'm really hoping I can get some sort of worldwide distro so that I can go overseas. Sure. Is there any place in particular you'd like to go? Uh, Tokyo, I think oh, would yes. be sick. Okay. I mean, I really think Japan would be cool yeah. for me. Um, so I'd really like to go there. Australia has a great oh, scene sure. as well. Uh, it's probably a little harder to tour in Australia because a lot of dirt roads going on and a lot of... The, the cities are kind of far from each yes. other, so I know it's kind of hard to tour in <laughs> Australia, but um, if I can get to Japan this year, that'd be sick. That'd be very cool. Is it the Japanese culture that kind of you want to go see? Do you like anime? Is it something I like just that? look like an anime character. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. The height and the hair, no. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just really like Japanese culture, very and cool. I think that I would fit in pretty well there, and that they would be into it, so. Yeah. No, that'd and I'd be, awesome. be down. Who knows? Maybe I could be wrong. They'd keep, be like, we hate you. <laughs> I but. would highly doubt it. I would highly doubt <laughs> but, it. But no, I think it would be cool. No, very cool. Well, Whitney, I think I got all my questions out, except I did want to ask. So this is the weirder question now. You're traveling all the time. You're talking about having over 250 shows and whatnot. Yeah. Are you worried that as a traveling musician, you will be stuck when the zombie apocalypse happens? <laughs> I think about that all the time, actually. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I mean... It depends what city we're in because yeah. if we're in a really remote city, it's less scary. Gotcha. Because yeah, there's not as many people to turn turn on you. Well, at least you've thought about it. I think that's the main. Uh, thing. Yeah, and then you don't know where you are, so you don't know any of the roads. Right. Yeah, that's just a scary situation. Oh, very nice. Thank Damn. you very much. Well, <laughs> I appreciate this very much, Whitney. I wish you the best of luck today. I think it's going to cool. be awesome. I Thank think, you. Unfortunately, I'm missing it because I have another interview. No. But. Maybe I can at least go out there and I can yeah, see it a little it bit. Yeah, check it out. Cool. This is awesome. Thank you very Thank much. You so much. Much appreciated. Thanks.
not open It's the one thing that prevents me to go off Real talk, can we still talk? If I'm not there, would you still call? If it gets better, can we build up? Go back to the time there was still love? Truth hurts, but it's worth the while If you'd rather have a scar than a fake smile If you'd rather be apart than deny Your heart in the way that it beats now Reach out to my cold soul Tell me something I don't know Hope to God that you don't go Cause I'm still hitting up your phone, so please Ian here. I hope you enjoyed that conversation live from So What Music Fest. Make sure to check the links in the description of this episode to support the artist. They really deserve it. And just a quick plug here before I leave you. Don't forget that Ian Hates Music also does a weekly show where my co-host Jackson and I talk about all the scene news, new songs, album reviews, album talk, comedy, whatever we want. That's the great thing about having our own shows. We can do whatever we want. And you can listen to that all for free. Just check the other links in the description of the episode and follow everything Ian Hates. Don't forget that there's also Ian Hates Music Conversation Edition, which is also free. And in that, I go in-depth with the artist almost always for an hour or so. And you can find some great bands in the list there. Just check everything out in the links in the description of this episode. So once again, thank you to the artist's Thank you to So What Music Fest, and thank you to everyone out there listening. And until next episode, I will leave you the way I always do, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone.